Hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on where you are listening in. This is Alex Kakande again, but on today's episode, I have a dear friend of mine, for those of you who know him, and for today's discussion, I thought I should bring someone who is a strong, strong advocate of investing in land and real estate. Especially at a time when we have discussed land versus unit trusts, land versus treasury bonds, and the optimum optimization of investment. So I thought, okay, why don't we have a discussion with someone who believes in land like it's everything versus me who I'm, I'm not anti-land, but I find like in, the, in today's Uganda, in today's Kampala, you can easily make returns better in capital markets. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome with me, Alan Yamutale. Please introduce yourself. Yeah, um, thank you very much, Alex, for that um, introduction. I'm really very glad to be here today and um, looking forward to this discussion. As Alex has mentioned, I'm really, really interested in land and I believe it's a very good asset class for those of you um, listening, um, not just from the return point of view, but um, the risk um, uh, point of view as well and the diversification which is very important from uh, when you're building a portfolio of investments um, yeah I hope we uh, at the end of this um, conversation you're able to pick a thing or two um, that will help you make a decision on whether <laughs> you can invest in land or give up on it thank you so much uh, I'll start with the simplest one mm. And I know we have I've written extensively about the, these two kind of products. And I say, to you, why land? Why land first? Or is it, is it even land first? Or you are one of those people who said, uh, I remember back in the days, used to tell us, a person who doesn't own uh, like a, even a bike, you can't sit among men. Mm. So it kind of stuck in our mind that someone, if you do not own land, you're not yet landed. Like we somehow knew. Are you also part of that, or did you, have you done that assessment and say land is where someone should start to put their investments in? Yeah, um, it, it's a, a blend of those two things. Um, yeah, obviously, I, I still believe, I don't know if it's in the ancient, the ancient or the cultural way of thinking, but yeah, I believe it's something important for everyone to have land, but then also from a return point of view, and as I said, from like a risk point of view, like risk, um, sorry, return versus the risk, land is still like a very viable um, asset class and still a very, very good investment um, that would be good to go in. You, you, you keep talking about this risk, mm. like as if there is no risk in land. There is no, we know there are risks. True. We know some of the people who have been defrauded through investments, it's because either it has been mostly in land versus what is capital markets. I'm yet to hear someone who say, okay, apart from the capital chickens and those alternative capital markets that are mm. not regulated, mm. but I'm yet to hear someone who say they lost money in the unit trust, they lost money in a bond, mm. but we have enormous amount of people who have lost money in either a fraudulent land acquisition, or even if it wasn't fraudulent, but somehow the powers that be acquired their land and somehow they wrong title or delayed title the land mm. commission you keep talking about risk as if there is no risk where to me i believe there is much more risk in land mm. than in capital markets true um but again 
land um, land as an asset class a couple of things you have to go through for you to make sure you've secured your asset it's different from me walking to a unit trust putting my money there it's like that it's straightforward a bit there right yep. as soon as i put my money i get this receipt saying oh you've deposited uh, 1 million with us and that's it land a couple of steps you have to take in addition to like paying for that land you have to like keep looking after it um you have to get that title you have to do background checks and so on so there are all these things that come um up with it right to try and like um do away with that risk but then <clears throat> if if we are to come back to this conversation i think if you're to look at land uh, and and unit trust it's not like um one it's not like i'm not saying everyone should like do away with unit trusts and go with land i think land should be added in your portfolio as a way for you to diversify right the risk associated with land i in my view it's the biggest is being defrauded and there are ways to work around that as long as you do your proper background checks um do your title search get that title in your names um ensure effective occupation of that of that land those risks can really be managed and the return is really really nice um on land so you are saying and if i'm to quote you correctly that yeah. you the risk of being defrauded is much more in land versus it is in real uh, in capital markets and i'm talking about regulated capital markets um and maybe for our viewers i should say when we talk about capital markets especially in uganda i'm scooping out shares i do not want to talk about sipla <laughs> let me scoop that out <laughs> yeah it's our silent killer but we are agreeing that land has more risky than that but yeah. also you are bringing up an idea of the, there's this too much work you have to do in mm. you have to make do your land search you have to engage a lawyer you have to do uh if you even buy that land get that title trans tr uh, uh, tr uh transferred to your names yeah when that is also done you have to go for uh if you are not yet constructing you have to put something there mm. all those is extra effort extra work that someone must do mm. that in capital markets i do not have yeah. if i'm buying a my bond i'm going to just my buy my bond and sleep mm. whether i leave uganda or i'm in uganda for 3 4 years they still my coupons will still come in mm. so from what go in terms of risk we are agreeing like capital markets one land zero so you see again you've when you're talking about capital markets you've scooped out um equities in in, in uganda so you're basically looking at fixed income and not fixed income from companies right you're just restricting it to government treasury bills and bonds yes and that equates it to a risk free investment right yes in in like from a financial point of view so obviously I, I agree with you there is no investment you're going to say has lower risk than a government uh, treasury investment bond. Yes. yes the only place that um this can be considered from is in terms of the return mm -hmm. if you look at the return versus the risk you're incurring mm. that's where it, it 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 becomes it makes more sense mm. yeah so now that you have brought in that we have agreed that there is more risk in land versus yeah. in the especially treasury bonds and unit trusts mm. then takes us to the second level of the return mm. is the return worth the risk which we are taking definitely uh, so and, and this this i'll have to caveat so mm. it depends on so if you look if you to look at the sources of return mm. um of land mm. they vary from one place to another right mm. and while i was saying i would i would need to caveat that is it depends on where you're buying that land mm. if i wake up and i go to 
Mtinda mm. to buy land mm. or um, right now I think Chira is a place that is selling a lot. Mm. Um, Chanja has sold out. Chisasi has sold out. If I woke up, if I wake up and go to Chisasi right mm. now and buy, I, I can't go out there to buy land as an investment property from a real estate point of view. Reason being, those if you're to look at the curve of their a, a second there to yeah. our viewers because now we are entering into the language of finance. Mm. Investment property. What is an investment property? Because since this message is for Ugandans, they want to, I want them to see the full view of that. Yeah. Yes. So, um, <clears throat> and again, I'll oversimplify this, but when I say an investment property, it's basically you're putting in money with the hope of um, this land growing in value or growing your money, and you're trying to grow your money by buying that land and maybe at a future point in time sell it off to recover um, your return. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's what I mean by an investment property. So you, are saying, about you, so you are saying there are certain areas yeah. where you, if your idea is to buy land yeah. for a future sale, yeah. you shouldn't try to go into. No. If you're to buy land in Chisasi, for example, yeah. you should be looking at a project other than that land itself. Okay. I can't go to Chisasi right now and say, um, let's say, I, I, I don't know, I'm just throwing out a figure. That's okay, let's use Chisasi. It's one of the prime locations. Yeah. So let's say I'm buying a 50 by 100, 200 million, for yep. example. 10 years from now, mm. um, that thing might be maybe maybe like 400 or 500, yep. right? Um, so that, that's that's Chisasi. So I can't mm. go from, from an investment point of view. And again, mm. I don't second anyone um, investing in anything that is above a risk-free return, which is a treasury bond. Mm and having to incur extra risk as compared to a treasury bond. Yeah. Right, yeah. So I wouldn't advise someone to go to Chisasi, uh, buy land and say, oh, I'm investing in this land. I will sell it off in the future because then you can as well put that money in a treasury bond. You will make more return. Thank you now, so much. Now, let, first wait there. Mm. There, there. You are talking about people who, go, who invest in land mm. for the f sake of selling it later yeah. so if i scoop those out first and i say for any person who is trying to invest to grow their money mm. to grow their net worth by buying land and investing mm. certain areas are already limiting you because yeah. the return you're going to get from such an investment you're better off putting that money in a treasury bond yeah because true. in some areas we have seen and i've talked about this a number of times a couple of times and i've said it to people if you are buying a plot of land mm. at 20 million, mm. 10 years later you are selling it at 100 million, I respect it. That man has grown. Mm. But at what rate? By that time, you're literally from 20 to 100 or to 90 or 8, and you are, if you are lucky, if it has tripled like that, mm. if someone went into the treasury bond at 20 million, without literally stressing anything, and they are willing to compound, mm. because we have to, we have to narrow down the assumption that if you are not going to sell your land, that means you are not withdrawing anything. Mm. Let me also reinvest the coupons. Mm. The person who has gone into the coup uh, into the bonds at 14% might have 130 million. Yeah, so that true. means that first component of people, mm. especially for the majority of the land, because I said there are certain areas where you can buy today, tomorrow it has tripled. Yeah. The bonds will never give you that. Mm. But those are the limited places. Majority of people who buy land, you go and buy land. People who bought land in Ibujiko. I have a brother who bought land in Ibujiko State, July mm. 2017. That mm. land was 15 million. Right now, even to get someone giving you 13 million, you should be very lucky. Mm. 
mm. because the asset has already taken off it has like everyone has say, bought exactly. and, and is waiting for someone to start building exactly <laughs> which has not happened yeah the jam that side is terrible mm. so you realize that we have a group of people who end up going into that land because they believe land is magical mm. and they lose Mm. Now you have brought in another component of those now those who go for the project. Let's go mm. to the project. Okay. Mm. So um sorry just just to go back a step behind. So um again as as I go through this discussion I'm going to keep talking about the value of land and mm. the price of land. These yes. are two different things. That's right? true. Um of course I think especially Uganda we have this problem where the price of land has been inflated so much mm. um because of brokers mm. not that they are bad people or what they of course they have to make money from their um from their hustle mm. but um the prices of land have really really deviated so much from the underlying value of that land That's and just true. for the viewers um the value of something is like it's um how can i say I want to put this open like, market. Let's let's use the financial language that the value of something especially of land mm. is without so, any hassle or bustle what mm. the open market should yep. pay for not the exactly, stress of yeah. the ex- so, extremism. Yeah, if they yeah. have actually there is that point where they say if they ha- if you have relevant information. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah and and you're, you're a knowledgeable buyer. So it's something that would be really like um it would be I'm, what I'm, the there is that point which they add on the seller mm. is what he's willing to let it go for mm. at an open convert and yes. what the buyer is willing to buy it at yeah. so the problem is when it comes to land we have the brokers who uh-huh. hide the seller yeah, and we have brokers, the and then buyer. we also have um, a lot of speculation. Don't talk about like the government guys who are just um, taking money and just buying at any price that's out there. Yeah, but there's also a lot of speculation that mm. goes in, and this is expected for all financial assets. I mean, if you look at any equities yeah. um, that are listed, mm. in most cases, those um, equities or those securities are selling at a price that's totally different from their underlying value. Yeah, right. Yeah, so this is expected for an investment asset, but Uganda. For Uganda's case, this has been, it has like it has gotten out of hand. To be honest, yeah. So, um, just to go back to 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 your question and for your brother's scenario, mm. <laughs> when you're buying land um, as an investment, the one thing you should avoid is walking to an estate and buying land from from an estate. And why I'm saying that is this. If you buy an acre, and, and I'm, I'm sure everyone knows this, mm-hmm. right? If you buy an acre, which is like seven plots, if you that's assuming you've put a, a standard road within it, yeah. and you get the price of those individual plots, those that price is going to be way lower than the price this estate guy is asking you for. Yeah. Or is. So when you're going in as an investment, never ever go to an estate and buy land from there. Those estates are already going to have priced in their profit margin and so on. So avoid that. That's the first thing. Because as, as you've said, in most cases you're going to pay 15 million and so many years down the road, that land is going to be 18 million. Why? Because you bought it at a markup, at a premium. And now its value is growing to catch up with that premium you paid. And so it's going to take you uh, quite a while. You'd rather get a group of your friends uh, or people you're comfortable with, put money together, go and buy an acre somewhere divide get your plot that's it's it's the easiest way to to do it which i i feel like when it comes to land yeah in uganda and i'm going to 
categorically speak to Uganda. There mm. are so many of these caveats we have to put in for someone to get a good return. Mm. You have to do this for you to do this. You have to do this for you to yeah. do this. You have to first jump the hurdle. It's like the potholes of Kampala. That, that we don't have that in capital yeah, markets. And but, I agree even you talked about premium mm. and I always advise people when they are buying treasury bonds be wary of paying a higher cost than what then, the bond is. Yeah. So, but at least it's not that highly inflated. I mm. don't know if it's even inflated versus what we have in the land side. That in land side, you buy land today in one place, the land you paid 15 million because maybe you are not you don't know or you're not in the country. Mm. Another person goes there and they buy it at 35. You're like, what was the difference? <laughs> the difference is yeah. True, of course, um, the hassle is there. But the one thing you should note from a finance point of view, and there's that thing that is already said, um, the higher the risk, the higher the return. Yeah. Right. So from, from this discussion, um, as long as you can justify that the land is giving you a higher return than the treasury bills and bonds, then it's totally justified. If you can justify, and how can many justified. people can really sit down and justify the returns they are getting from their land? So I think the, the biggest problem yes. we have as Ugandans is, of course, it's more of a knowledge gap, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's, again, let's go back to the underlying, where, where is the value of this land coming from? Yeah. The one thing we are sure of is Uganda as an economy is growing, mm -hmm. right? I mean, people are buying treasury bills and bonds all the time. Mm. And our hope is the government is using that money to grow the economy. Mm -hmm. get. So as long as that is true, mm -hmm. unless we are saying, Treasury bills and bonds we are now buying into a Ponzi scheme. If the government is actually <laughs> not using that money, then you get. So we can all agree on that one assumption. The yep. economy is growing. Yeah. The second thing is mm. the population is growing. Mm. You get. Mm. Uh, here where we are seated, we have like <laughs> five <laughs> offspring <laughs> that we know of. Yes. So <laughs> yeah. So if you just look at just three people, we've yeah. now created like of, over like 10 people yes. just from, uh, from yes. us alone. Mm. So you can imagine what's happening to the 40 million Ugandans we have I know. They there. always project that we're going to reach 100 million exactly. in like 2050. Yeah. And the one thing we are sure of is mm. the land is not going to increase. Yeah. It's always going to stay small. So the question is, how do you benefit from that? Because this is one thing we are, all, we are sure of, all mm. of us, mm. you get. Mm. All these guys that are, are being produced and so on are going to need food, mm. you get. Um, they're going to need food, right, mm. um, to be able to, like, uh, survive. They're going to need homes, mm. you get. Mm. They're, going to, they're going to need schools, hospitals. All those things are going to sit on one thing, mm. land, land, you get. And so as from an investment point of view, you're supposed to, or it's important to strategize yourself in such a way that you're benefiting mm. from, from this um, uh, situation. Which? So if... Um, yeah, go on, first yeah. go on. Mm. So if you're, if, you're, if you're an investor out there and you're looking to go into the, the, the land side of things, right, don't walk into Chanja because one, you're going to need like a lot of money to buy that land, right? Mm. Go outside town. You have a, an investment horizon of like 10, 10 years mm. from now, right? Mm. Go outside. Step outside. Um, I'll give you an example. Where I grew up from, uh, we've been there for like uh, quite quite a while. But um, when we moved there, it was totally... And this is an example that most of us can relate to. Yeah. You move to a place, it's totally a village. Mm. Right now, if you try to get land there, like the prices are going to be so obscene. Which is get. true. Yeah. So I the thing is... Um, from your side, uh, from your point of view as an investor, step outside, go somewhere where land is cheap, 
right? Mm. And buy there. And why I'm saying this is what is going to be needed for that value of that land to grow is going to be something small. You're going to go and buy in a place that has no electricity, no roads, no water. You get. Mm. Tomorrow, just by them putting electricity poles through that place, the value of your land grows. It can even more than double, by the way, just by that electricity pole thing. The other day they will put a road. These are things that are not going to happen in Chanja. Like it has everything. Like guys are now looking for fiber cables. Yeah. <laughs> you get. <laughs> I, I, so I, that's I, one thing you should look at. You, you, you have talked about this and that's what most people who talk about land. There is that feel good factor mm. that, okay, uh, there is a good doctor friend of ours in one of the groups, I mean, who always says they no longer manufacture land anymore. Mm. The government will manufacture more bonds, will give True. up more treasury bonds, but no True. more land. And I agree with it. Mm. But that's just a good, a feel good factor. No, it even, is not. Even when you, st- <laughs> when, for as long as the quantity, it's a qualitative side of it. That, okay. okay, we know if I go and I buy in Kachiri, one day government will remember us thanks to Bukenya and then they will give us a road or electricity and then mm. before you know it, my land which I bought at 20 million is now 35. Mm. At that point, me who put my money in the bond, mm. maybe I already have a value of 40 million. True. That the return component mm. that people do not look at. And I'm, I'm the fact that, let me start it this way. The fact that people when they are purchasing land, the majority of people purchasing land, mm. they do not evaluate the quantitative side. Mm. But they do the qualitative side. Mm. We always like you have, the point you have talked about that when and all of us can relate to it. And I agree with you, like even me, that where most of us grew up from thirty years when let's say thirty years ago, when our parents or grandparents maybe we we'll stick to like twenty because <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's say even twenty years ago, which is actually very true. Uh, <laughs> such plots were let's say even if even if we go back to like two thousand seven, two thousand six, mm. because I think. It's after 2007 mm. when land prices started going extremely high. Mm. Even in 2007, plots of land which were at 20 million, mm. right now they are going for 200 million. Mm. But that historical performance of the land value mm. increase is no longer what we are seeing. That's one. Mm. Which means we always reference to the past where we say in 2010 someone paid. 5 million, that land is now 50 million. Mm. Someone went to Gayaza, bought it at 3 million, now it's 30. Mm. We forget it's no longer... more than 30. Okay, let's... No, if you bought it at 5 million in 2010, just as you bought a small plot of land which mm. wouldn't... Uh, or maybe wait even Kalaji. But that quantitative return over a period of time, mm. the someone in the bond is going to make more money than you which somehow gives him a chance to come and buy you and have a balance. So it, 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 um, let's first go back to those numbers, right? Yeah. Um, and, and there's a simple formula. 72 mm. divided by whatever um, rate you're getting will mm. give you how long it will take for your money to double. Mm. So if you're using this example, 5 million, um, 10, so if you're looking at um, 2010, right? Yeah. We're now 14 years down the road. Yeah. That person is looking at um, 30 million. 30 right? million. They put 5 million. 5 million? From a bond, a bond's mm. point of view, at mm. 14%, mm. you're roughly looking at maybe... 5.5. It would be like, okay, roughly Five 6 point, years. Yeah, right? roughly 6 years. Okay. If 6 I'm years for you to go to 10 million. To go 10 million, mm-hmm. and it goes to 4 million, mm-hmm. to 4 so years. Ten, yeah. It would go to 4 years for me to so go to 20. So look at that same period. 
Yes, that's what I'm mm-hmm. telling you. That's what I'm telling you. Mm. That by the time because you said from 2010 we were in 20 we are in 2024. Those are 14 years. 14 years. Mm. I would be at 40 so those million. Are, those are six plus the four. Yeah, I'll be at 40 years. million. Because remember, if I'm compounding, mm. my period to double reduces. The first one it takes me 5.5 years. Mm. Let's say six years. The second one takes me four and a half. I need to check that computation. No, it's, it's, it's a CEA. <laughs> I did check that computation because I'm I'm like eighty percent sure. Eighty percent sure. I'm eighty percent sure and that number okay. is going to be let lower me put it, than, let me put than it the thirty million. Other and I'm sure, mm. Gayaza, yeah. if you bought that five million mm. right now, mm. you can get it at thirty. You bought. I'm sure. No, no, no. Also, by the way, the other thing also the brokers do, and that's one of the things where I tell people when it comes to land, there is so much assumption and dynamics you have to play with. Mm. Someone will tell you a plot in Gayaza, mm. then you put fuel. You think mm. you're going to Gayaza. You might even then reach Umbuzi and mm. even order some Umbuzi and Gonja and think, ah, oh, we're about to reach. Yeah. Then they'll take you to Kayunga. Yeah, yeah. Hey, true, you know, true. We're about brokers, to reach. Brokers do that a lot. But then, there is nothing like that in my treasury bonds. True, true. Mm. But then again, you have to realize that um, you're it's a different asset class, so the dynamics are going to be different. Yes. Same thing as if I wanted to invest in 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 in, in like um, equities, mm. it's going to be different dynamics from bonds mm. you get. And sorry, just in the interest of time, um, the other thing that you have to consider mm. when you when you're buying this land is, mm. um, I said, don't buy small pieces of land. Mm. You get get your money, uh, twenty thirty million. Yeah, go far. Buy keep uh, keep like you can. I don't know. They, it's so easy. Like what I usually do is we'll get like local people there, uh, allow them to do their farming from there. Like guys need food. Yeah, you get. Mm. He will do the farming. He will keep. He will let you know in case there is any problem. Mm. You have to just go there once in a while just to check how things are. So that's the easy thing which, to maintain it. Which I. I abs- actually it's in that regard that I totally disagree with the people who advocate for land, mm. and it's because of this. Let's look at our population. Mm. We advise people to kind of go and buy that level of land and to an extent that people end up even taking loans from commercial banks to do that mm. because we know very few people have <coughs> the capacity to mm. have 20 million to go and buy that acre of land. Mm. Very few people can afford, can save that in two years, three years, four years, but yeah. majority of people can't. So what the majority of people are in, end up doing to do what they are saying to be done, they have to borrow which increases the cost of acquisition of that land. Mm. Yet, I can tell them that if indeed your goal is to have your own land, mm. use the treasury bond. Mm. Use the treasury bond. I'm going to show you the numbers. Oh, is Here we are seeing at the calculator, he has 31 million. Yeah. For me, I would have, your land would be 30, me I would be at 31, so I'm still 1 million over and above, you know? No, which is why I was saying, if, mm. if you're actually buying Gaiaza, mm. I'm sure, and you can check with your guys, mm. no land in Gaiaza mm. is going to be 30 million. The problem is, the land which is 30 million, right? okay, let's look at it this way. Mm. And this is where the question I'm asking. Mm. The land which is, let's say it's 70 million. Mm. The question is, to take a steps back 14 years ago, how much was it? True, but then you would have invested the same five million in the bond. The, no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. You, we have to, mm. we have to equal the playing field. Mm. And if we are saying the land is seventy million in Gayaza today, today. Mm. that means someone in Gayaza maybe paid twenty-five million seven, uh, fifteen years ago. No, the return on land, the return. There is one thing I am um, right, especially in the recent seven, eight years. 
the annual return on land has not even exceeded 10 percent on no. average no, on I think, average i think leave alone leave alone no no no, no that's, that's what i'm saying <laughs> leave alone the a few places which like i said which can even triple in let me, let me ask overnight. you a question hmm. um look at chira right now yeah how much do you think land in chira was in 2010 2010 mm. so and that's what i was going and to how much is it and that's now? what I was, I was using that caveat mm. that leave alone places which overnight can triple mm. okay let me let's look, let's look at it this way a plot of land that was being sold last year mm. in chira at 50 million mm. chances are right now it's at 55 Again, Maximum. as I said, yes. when you look at like the places that have developed, do you yes. know you can get cheaper land mm. in 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 um, Chigo mm. yeah. right now than Chigo? you would get in, in Chira? Yes. Yes. Let's say, okay, let's use Chigo because okay. it's also a very so good like, place. Uh, it's like, and, and sad for, for me to grow, but as the curve grows towards mm. maturity, it sort yes, of like it's starts the, flattening. The, it, that's why so I say So don't look at a place that is rich. Yes. Gayaza. Mm. Me, I studied from Gayaza. Yes. It was a village. By then, it's still somehow a village. Yeah. You, you, okay, not <laughs> you like a village. <laughs> not, not like a village as a village. So a village but okay. the return, if I'm to put apartments in Gayaza, you mm. struggle to get. I have a, a, someone I was talking to the other day. They have a three bedroom house and they are struggling to get someone paying them 600k as rent. This okay, is a so house they put in over 200 million to construct. I, I can't I can't talk for rentals. <laughs> to be but fair, that's that's a different asset class. We're we looking at the land itself. Okay, if we are to stay uh, in land itself, still, mm. even if we are to use um even if we are to use an mm. area, there mm. is one thing I I tell you. And I, I'm I'm quoting it this way. Mm. Between 2010 mm. to 2017 there was an astronomical return on land. I agree. Mm. That someone bought a place at 20 million, mm. hold the held it for like seven years, and before you knew it, it had tripled. It had, their, their return was maybe 12 to a percent per triple. year. Mm. Compounded, which means it could have done four, ten, tenfold. Mm. In the last five years, mm. or six years, since 2019, it has slowed down. There's a little bit of saturation in that. One, because people, all of them, their eyes are concentrated on the big areas. Mm. The Gayaza, Gayaza still, the Chiraz. Yeah, the rural urban, urban migration and that excitement. <laughs> which means yeah. for such people, we need to change their mindset to look at the alternative. True. But two, even those who have gone far, mm. they have realized no one wants to buy that. That's the, prob the problem of those who went to so, Kalajis. Abusika, Mukono mm. Mbarara, Kasanje, my friend Jean here, bought in Kasanje three years ago as a group in COVID, but they told them, UN is coming, UN is still coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, you get my point. There are so many dynamics. True. Create I, land being that on average the returns and I'm I'm quoting me on this one. I use the re, on average mm. the return is not even seventy percent per year. So the thing is, I think you need to note eh, mm. again, um, in the, in the interest of time, mm. when you're buying first, there's those locations that are like like right now mm. you go and buy land in in in, in Chira mm. right now, mm. like 
five years from now, don't don't come talking to us again. Like it's still <laughs> going to be roughly the same figure. Because it has grown by it has, Yeah, it has almost reached it, its optimal level. Yeah. If you just continue and reach, um, which example can I give? If you continue on that road, Chitukutwe. Aha, uh-huh, reach Chitukutwe. Burindo. You get, eh? Yeah. That place is now, it, it's still affordable. Growing. And years from now, it's going to have a very nice figure. If you mm-hmm. c- continue out further outside, mm. it's going to be a different story altogether. The second thing that I was, sorry, the third thing that I was saying mm. is um, why you need to buy um, the bigger pieces of land. Mm. You get it? When you buy those pieces of land, if you're to sell it, the smaller plots mm. are more expensive than what, like in total, in aggregate. You make more money. to be more expensive. Yep. So on day one, if for you you're saying, I'll hold it for my 15 years or 10 years, you will sell at, like even on day one, yep. the intrinsic value of those individual plots combined is way higher than. So you already have that return. That's true. You get. Yep, so agree. those are all things that have to be considered. And which, and in the interest of time, as I also wind up, like when you look, at all those ins and outs, all those assumptions someone has to consider when it comes to investing in land. And when it comes to rentals, when it comes to (laughs) rentals, we shall come back and have a a different discussion. When you look at those all ins and outs, Mm. I feel like capital markets, especially right now in Uganda, the treasury bonds, which are offering 15, 16% return and yields, Mm. can give someone an opportunity, a better opportunity to make more money that within the same time frame we are thinking about, Mm. the other person who has invested in treasury bonds Mm. might, on average, might have a better chance of having more money than someone who would have gone to land. Does that mean that there are times when, and I agree with you, there are a few times, like 10%, where someone of land, they would skyrocket. Plot was 20 million, they have brought a road, all they have, the rich person has come in here to your neighbor, or a politician has somehow landed on magical on a sack of what, and all of a sudden your plot is now worth 200 million, mm. right? But on average, majority of Ugandans, if their chances to grow their net worth, to grow their money, and even if, and actually I agree with you, to grow their money to acquire land, a, mm. the right price the land, they are better served starting in the treasury bonds then they grow then at one point they will acquire the land you see um so let, let's let's first go back to to the bonds yeah um yeah maybe maybe i think it's, it's going to be a long discussion on those ones but <laughs> we shall come back yeah later. We'll, we'll definitely have to come back um to discuss those yeah but thank yeah you so, thank you very much thank you so much time. it has been alan and alex we shall continue this discussion thank you so much